The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. If you heard the Mino screaming during, during Thomas on We are back. Idiots. Mino and Shalini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Everybody gets their time. It's not your time yet. Nobody's asking you. I, I think what set you off was Chuck Oliver coming in here at 135 and turning off it the It was monitors. the mustard seed. 132. <laughs> 132 he walked in. It is your workspace till 2 o'clock and really after that. Right? I didn't bring my lunch. Is that the bar now that you weren't? Yeah, eating no. I told him. Sh- I told him. You know, point about Kyle Shanahan. All of a sudden, not now, not now. <laughs> he starts yelling at Chuck Oliver. Yeah, not now. Right. It's one thirty-two. Listen, what are you happy? I told you, no picnics in here. We're not the land of the picnic. Two o'clock. You want to two fifteen? You want a picnic? And away. I've been respectful. We also have all this mm. expensive equipment in here, and all these. It just feels like we have an eating. A lot area. of things, man. Right. We have an all eating right. area right there. Do you know what I, I would have? I have thumbs, okay? I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not accidents 12. accidents do have. So we've had people spill things yeah. in here that has cost a lot of money before. It's Microphones broke. Hold right. on. What are you guys talking about? This is not the place to come bring your lunch <laughs> while a show is going on and sit here and eat. That's true. Why do I have to talk about equipment and everything else? It's just not what you do. No, I eat in the studio, do. but I'm driving the bus. You're on the show. Right. Yeah. You're not. You see what you've done, Chuck? Now it's us and them. You right. happy now? I had to tell Cullen, please, get out of here. Nobody's asking you either. You know, it's a race car in the red now. You you asked Cullen, what do you want? (laughs) Well, no, I heard, I walk in and I hear, get the F out of here. We're like, what do do you want Get the blank out of here. Yelling at Cullen. You'll have your time. I don't know if I said that word. Did I say that word? No, you did. And it was loud. There's no question. There's a microphone 10 feet from you. Eh, whatever. Get independent verification. Do you understand that I said today, whatever today's date is, that LeBron James to the Hawks, I do it. And and it's not a pipe dream. All I have to do is say. Bronny James. Yeah. If I say Bronny James on draft night, I can have LeBron for two years. I'm saying this, and you know what I've said about LeBron for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, I'll ask you before I get to one more thing. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, all you have to do is say Bronny yes. James on draft night. I get him for two years. Yes. Right. Are you doing it just for the gimmick? If no, that's I fine. said, no, no, no. I no said he's 39. You know you're that. not doing he, it to yeah, win. Yeah, but he could still play. I know, but he's got Anthony Davis and he can't win right now. 
Anthony Keep Davis. That in mind. Anthony Davis, yeah, maybe I play. I maybe guess I, I would don't. say this: Bronny James is not an NBA player no, today. He might not be ever. Please, that's not the point. I understand, but I can't just waste a top ten pick if I'm picking in the ten. Go just look to at who LeBron. they've drafted. What are you crazy? Uh, you don't the NBA is the land. That's fine. But if you're doing it to be gimmicky, I'm fine with it. You're the not doing it to The least important thing in the NBA is draft picks. Uh, I mean, okay. Here, here's uh, the point I'll okay. make. What, I mean, we're all, we're all fawning over Jalen Johnson. You took him 20th. You might have found a star there. I, I don't know that I agree with it. Just, He's you very kick the, You kick away the draft He's very pick. athletic. Get him right. Elite. Right. Don't mess up and take DeAndre I, Hunter 4. I mean, it might not work, but you have nothing to lose by doing it. it. be gimmicky. I'm fine with it. I sit down and I go, hey, Trey, we're not only not going to trade you. LeBron's going to come. You guys get along? All right. Hey, DeJounte. I'm going to go to the owner and say we want to pay tax money. No, again, yeah. <laughs> you're funny. That, that's what I said. I said now, will that happen? Will Nicky Boy convince no. Dad to do it? They're that's not going that's to the this. question. They're not going to we gotta, come on, Dad, just this one time. That, that, organization, that organization is so lost right now. So you, you want to stay out late, too? You said Nicky Boy and Daddy. Oh, again. you promised, Dad. You promised. You said you'd spend the tax. You don't think they win more if LeBron James is here? They do. Largely. Chris, I'm watching them with I don't the Lakers. Like the He's got Anthony Davis. They're not good. And it's not LeBron's fault. It's just, of course it's not. Get him and, out of there. And we'll get him when he falls off the cliff. <laughs> I, I think he's going back to Ohio again. Could be. One right. last run in Ohio. But like I said, I asked Bronny. If you want to be gimmicky and have fun, I'm all about it. It's not like this franchise is winning anything right. of substance. All right. That's Listen, fine. go have fun. Yeah. Drink more. Yeah. Drink more. Maybe you win a little bit more. Drink more. Sell more tickets. It's strike you as odd that they've never sniffed an NBA Finals. The closest is Trey landing on a ref's ankle. That's, I mean, it's... And, and I tell, that, that was the year oh, they just... Oh. Like Georgia Tech, the year they went to the Finals. They, they just got hot at the right time. What if I tell LeBron James... I don't know if they're going to build a statue for you in L.A. You come here and win a title in two years, they'll build you a statue. Chuck likes statues. Yeah, they'll build you a statue. I also, and I'm serious, I'm in for the guy at the end of the career. Like, the Chiefs had Joe Montana. That was kind of cool. I mean, he went to the playoffs. Look, LeBron James is not coming here to score eight points and retire. He's coming here hopefully angry. Yeah, sure. He's going to be 40 next year. And then I tell, hey... LeBron, do you feel young? There's Bronny. Yay. We get you guys can live together. You can, to, you can come to the Battery, go to Antico together. I mean, yeah, there, whatever. there are things I, you can do. I do yeah. think it's worth mentioning, you know, Bronny's averaging five points a game. Yes. Matt, I had a guy tell me, Bronny's not even the best player on his college team. I said, sir, that is so not the point. Yeah. But you're actually right. Yeah. It's not the point. Who he is and what he is as a player. All you got to do is say Bronny James and have LeBron for two. So here's the one more thing I would have lost on. This would have been the easiest lose in the history of bets. Brandon Leak said something this morning that the Super Bowl in Las Vegas with all those people. And remember, what happens at a Super Bowl and what happens in Las Vegas? What's the other activity? Other a sex party. Game? Probably. What's another activity? Gambling. Yes. So you have some Going people. Going to Carrot Top. You have some people Home who win and you would have some people who. Lose. And what kind of mood are you in when you lose? Angry. I'm okay. so good at this. You this are. is like the pyramid. I like what you're, you're doing. You're on a roll right now. Brandon, emotions you have in Las Vegas. <laughs> Brandon Leak said that there were six arrests. That's all? Well, I would have so lost. No. For the week? Six arrests day of into the night of the oh. Super Bowl. That's the report. I don't believe it. I don't know if that's right. And again, like Reba McIntyre, she was I under. I the over. But the, yeah. I would have lost everything I own. Six arrests. Like you, and that includes, by the way, not one but two streakers. Right. That's two of the six. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. That can't I, be. I can't. Right? Like Did that's, they fudge this? That's like this? a 30-minute deal in the Vegas six arrests. Yeah. I mean. Did they fudge this? in front of New York, New York on a normal side. Right. Was it like the COVID numbers in New York? They just wanted to look good. Down the hall. Down the hall. Please, again, oh. you come in here, it's not even 2 o'clock. Yeah, build, build, that that build that wall. And that's uh, Extra 106.3 Atlanta's only conservative news talk. Did you see Carrot Top did get his way into the game? He yeah, was in that course. suite, that one with the 
You had a couple of the celebrity chefs in there. Jimmy Kimmel was he, in that one. He's loaded, by the way, but he also did a piece for them. I bet he Wayne did. Newton yeah, he did didn't a piece. pay a dime. No, no. Yeah. Carrot Top did a piece, and right. I think it was, here's your fee. You're going to get a seat. What it's, happens if he fills a cup? Like, what shows up? Carrot? Yeah. Carrots. No, no. Like, he's... He's no, jacked. He's, he's jacked. For, well, he's, he's compared to what he used to be. He's jazzed. He's, he's super ripped compared up. To what he's he was. sped up. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's sped up. He's, okay. He doesn't okay. pass it. I know this is like, like, Carrot Top's not funny. It never has been, but it's been a great gimmick, I guess. It's worked for three I decades. I, it's a, let's go see Carrot Top. So he goes in the trunk and pulls out, yeah. like, whatever contraption. Does he, does he play Lexor or Excalibur? Uh, I don't know, but he said. Yeah, but you go as a joke. What? Right? Yeah. yeah, he's never really, I think, hit the top casinos, and I think he's okay with it. Here's the thing. I don't know the room that Wayne Newton's playing in. It ain't the room he used to play in. So, Caratop's the Luxor, and Wayne Newton is the... Riviera. He's one of those that... Stardust. Where's where's Penn and Tella? Are they at Mandalay Bay? Where's Penn and Tella? Because Penn and Tella said... They're the pre-game. Rio. 32 years, I think they have the longest running, other than Wayne I Newton. I believe it. They're great. What about the Blue Man group? I think, by the way, Caratop's been there 16, 17 years. Excalibur. So, what do they... They play, like, industrial piping? Is that care. what they do? I mean, what do they do? Yeah, and they got slime and paint and all kinds of, of stuff. It's one of the great works of all. Do you know the only time I ever like seen a blue paper streamers when a cabs were a thing in Vegas? I would see the little video on the back of the seat in the cab in yeah. Vegas. The only time I've ever seen the blue man. To work. Penn and Teller's Rio, but I think is that thirty two years, thirty three years. Experiment think- Rhino's right next to Rio, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's correct. Mm. So Wayne Newton's at the Flamingo, but aren't they tearing the Flamingo down? I think so. No, the Tropicana. I think. Yeah. I thought the Flamingo's closing, too. They just did. No, I think I Tropicana for the baseball stadium. Isn't it the Tropicana? Which, mm. by the way, in case you're wondering, one more time we found out yesterday, there's a really good chance the A's don't end up in Las Vegas. Like, it, I told you about this guy. There's a chance He's they're squirrely. not going to end up. Here's what I do if I'm Tampa. I want to go to Vegas. Or I'm going to take $2 billion plus billion and I'm going to say expansion team in Vegas. They'll line up to throw money at you. Yeah. Could work. Why do I, why do I reward a guy who's been given land and other mm-hmm. things, and then he's realizing, well, I'm not sure I can pull this off. So do we have that Shanahan cut with Evan Washburn after the game? Because if he said what I thought that he said, then this whole analytics thing, and then based on what his players had to say after the game, I don't think he had any idea. Okay, but can we, like, I know we're doing the analytics thing. There's no analytics in common sense. Is I take the ball second, so I know I have fourth down if I need well, it. That's we, not we, analytics, though. Listen like, to what he said after the game. Understanding it's raw, and again, it went into overtime, but is there anything right now that you feel like was the difference down the stretch um i mean love to score a touchdown there at the end not get pat another chance had our opportunity to get him off the field on fourth down we didn't um, pass done that a bunch uh, he does it almost all the time so uh, it was a hard battle hard, hard fought game um went a lot like we thought it would go had our chances there and didn't get it done so it sounds like he thought in overtime if they scored a touchdown it was over say regulation that's what i see he, he doesn't look, say regulation but here's he what said I'm later on in regulation here's what i'm looking i at. think he was referencing overtime there i think he's saying they kicked the field goal with 157 mm-hmm. and they kicked a i'm looking at it it's a 53 yard field goal i think what he's saying is like to get the touch yeah, there i want the clock to go too well, if, I, had, if I keep getting first so, downs, Nick, I do think he's talking regulation. I don't know about if that. If I push it to the end, I pat off well, the field. They kicked things, it though. with 157. Here's the thing, though. Uh, we, we, we did a little play breakdown of this, and I, I was nitpicking because I don't like Kyle. It's fine. But you're not alone. So on the first down at the 40, they run McCaffrey for five yards. So they're second and five with 245 left. you got to do one of two things there. you got to bleed the hell out of the clock, or you've got to figure out a way to get in the end zone to make life harder in Mahomes. They throw the little down-the-line pass to Kittle. He yeah, catches it. 245. Well, they, no go to, they go to the two-minute warning after yep. the Kittle catch. To me, if I run the ball with McCaffrey, I'm going to go to the two-minute warning whether I get yards or not. And then 
there's a chance McCaffrey gets the first down, and now I can bleed the rest of the clock. So I thought he kind of overthought that a little bit. But then we get to overtime, and if he had said a couple of things, he could have gone, my defense is tired. It would have been not true, but the turnover, The turnover thing, if we turn it's it fine. over second, but I would have done lose. It, I would have done it this way. I would have said that, or in my mind, i got to score a touchdown. If I'm taking the ball first and I'm being big and ballsy, I'm doing this. I'm not laying up for a field goal in overtime the I way just, he did. I, I, if his team didn't know, I don't think it starts oh, at the top. I don't think he knew. How did they not have conversation about it? Do you know how know. many plays? You only have two weeks. Do you know how it's many, only the Super Bowl. Do you know how many plays they ran in that overtime? Um, they being the one Niners. possession. Yeah, do you know how many plays they ran? I don't remember. Yes. That was ten. a 10-play drive. 17 plays. 17 plays, and they ended up with a field goal. How well, long was, it? How long was the field goal? It was not a long field goal, was 27 it? 27 yards. Yeah, that was a, it was, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have laid up. You got to go for it. I got to so put my he foot had on the a, gas. He had, a, he had a third and fourth, fourth and fourth. Right. Kicked the field goal right. on the fourth. I will fourth. say it is, and I, we were talking during the break, it is the nature of being a coach to obsess over ish you that you know will never, ever happen. It's why at the end of, I don't know, Nick, you played at the end of a practice. All right, quick kick. Yeah. You never quick kick. All right, PAT field goal fake. You Like you bring up once a week, you yeah. do ish that go never, ever comes up. So I know Kyle did this. So go back, Chris. They you said to him. I mean, third and fourth how, down. Why did the team say they didn't if know, they take it, They didn't know. Juszczyk said they didn't know. Yeah. But on the fourth down, if you're obviously taking the ball second, you're going on the fourth, which just if you want to get into analytics, four downs to get 10 yards is easy math. I'm going to take my chance. On his side of the ball, he went forward on fourth and three with about 12 minutes to go down three in field goal range. What changes – in that moment, to what you're doing in overtime, you got to stay with your aggression yep. if you're going to do that. I just I Kyle in those moments is he's the best with a play chart or the play sheet I've ever if seen. He he's not said, great with management. Why, why do you come out after the Mahomes interception and all of a sudden you're throwing the ball all over I the know. place? It why are you doing yeah. that? If he would have said, "My defense is gassed. We only have a shot against Mahomes if my defense gets a chance to." And then, by the way, again, 17 plays. Mm-hmm. Your defense. Think about that. You couldn't be any more well rested. Yeah, correct. That's right. He could have sold it. It wouldn't have been a, a sell job. That well, because worked, we found right. out they were rested right. and they still gave exactly. up the touchdown. He just he in the moment he didn't come up with a good enough lie. <laughs> I do think he's talking regulation in that cut though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I do because I, I think he's saying if we pick up that I'm, first down, we're running clock. We're certainly yeah, making them burn that's time. That's what I think. I heard that's what I think. But do we all agree? I mean, hell, no, at this point, but I also would say any NFL coach is going to know the rules. But there's no especially def- with two weeks between the Super Bowl. There's no defense for for not. Kicking off there in overtime, none. There's not one good defense you can come up with. Just the math is simple. Because he talked about regulation later. I, I, well, but even if, let's say, to me like let's say we're meeting in the middle on all that, but we get to overtime and you kick off. I don't care what he says. His action was to kick off. I'll, you, put, I, I'll, I'll, dis- I'll disagree on one thing. I think Patrick Mahomes is such a difference maker that there are certain teams that I go, oh, wait, here's what we've done to them. We're in overtime now, whether it's 10-10 or whether it's 28-28. Patrick Mahomes plus their field goal kicker, that to me makes more sense as against that team. Why you, I'm never taking the ball first. When you arm Patrick Mahomes with a fourth down and he knows it, you're giving him more. But here's advantage. the other thing. If you go three and out on the first one sure. with him and that kicker, that team is the team that you don't do that against. But Pat's getting if, the ball. If it's, let, me, let me just ask this. Let's say the, the Giants get to the postseason. Sense. He's it getting does the ball it. either way. There's no defense. I'm saying there's no him. way. In, it's just the nature of a coach to obsess about this, especially Kyle. But near, here's, who's, who's the worst quarterback that got to the postseason this year? I don't, I'm trying to think in my head. Who's Mason the worst? Rudolph started for the Steelers, maybe? Okay. Right? So against Mason yeah. Rudolph, I'm not thinking the same thing that I am against Patrick True. Holmes. And the best kicker. The best kicker in the NFL, which means if I go three and out and I punt, he might need 24 yards. 
That's why I'm not taking but them all first against him. you got two guys, Eric Armstead, like not aware of the overtime rule. Juszczyk, not right. aware of the overtime rule. Well, so, Miko wasn't either, and he played for Andy Reid. I agree. Like, Miko. I don't think he knew that. He, they no, just, he admitted it. Patrick got to the game. I was like, goes, we, just we just won. won. And Miko's like, what? And Miko no, didn't Mi- know the game was Mi- over. Miko came out on social media and said, hey, false news. I knew that we won the Super Bowl. Well, Mahomes didn't believe but it because he, he didn't Me act neither. like it after the moment. And that gets, it, it doesn't matter. All this stuff doesn't matter who knew why, who didn't. The bottom line is the numbers are easy, Kyle. I can't take the ball first. And if I'm going to take it first, I'm going to be ultra aggressive. And Chris, you said go three and out. I'm going to use all my four downs because if I'm taking it first, I'm going to assume I'm trying to score a touchdown, not lay up for yeah, a field there goal. There could be the context of your defense is gassed. It could be in a situation. I'm not saying this one. It could be. It could be that I want the third possession if somehow magically you know can't you're going to be like tied that. after third two possessions. Can't think like that. Okay. Oh. Here's what I'm saying, though. All of that is maybe and could be and ifs. Andy Reid said he wouldn't confirm it, but the understanding was Yes, we're going to do this and then go for two. And, well, like, and you could say that now. There yeah. are times when I look at as like Andy Reid thought it. All right, well, well it must you, be the right way to do I'll it. I'll give you what, one more that could be a story. What could be a story is that we're going for two to win the football game there when he might not have. I'll give you one more, though. Mm-hmm. If you, let's say you get the ball at the 25. Mm-hmm. You, you take it first against Patrick Mahomes and Butker, which, by the way, Butker is every much a part of this thing as anybody, including Patrick Mahomes. they got the best kicker in the, in the NFL who can boom from 62. I'm in a bad place. If I go three and out and I'm on the 28, I'm asking you, are you going fourth well, and seven? No, I'm not, but that's also why I'm not taking the ball first. No, but I'm asking, though, because I, mean, I think you said you have to play at four downs. If you're on the 28, fourth and seven, you're punting. Yeah, I'm probably punting, okay. but, it, but it's yet another reason why I don't take the ball first. I'm just giving them more information, or I'm giving them a shorter field, or I'm doing all these things. I see no reason to take the ball. And, and let's I go think back to this. certain quarterbacks, I do. Let's go back to this. Would Andy have gone for two? Yes. You know why? Because once you score the touchdown, it's sudden death at this point. So Andy says, I need two and a half yards with the best quarterback in the world, or I'm going to kick off play defense and let them have sudden death. So I do believe he would have gone for it. And I believe he math, did talk about it. Yeah. Which is why I know that he had a leg up on Kyle, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle's not going to sleep well. And he's, and he's not going to sleep well for a while. He had the better team. He didn't have the better quarterback. What, is John the Lynch, what does John Lynch say to Kyle Shanahan? I don't think he says anything. What, what I, do you say? N- n- next week, next month. Yeah, no, no, no. You have to ask. What did we learn from this? What did, don't you have meetings? Remember, Kyle's is his boss. Don't Chris. Don't get this twisted. John Lynch ate his boss. Kyle doesn't have much of a history, at least publicly, of admitting he learned something from a mistake. If, if Kyle wants John Lynch gone, John Lynch is gone. There's no. You're getting the order of like who's in charge in that. Kyle's place, not though. big on falling on the sword. No. Kyle Shanahan could tell you the owner. the analytics Bleep, people yes. after the game. Hold if on. He, he wanted John Lynch gone. His yes. response after Houston was, "There are a lot of plays." Like. <laughs> Well, one was bigger, it seemed. Remember, uh, Kyle was there first. Kyle's the more important piece. John Lynch would be gone if Kyle wanted him gone. Not that he would. They oh, worked my together goodness. well. Yeah, anything's possible with those Shanahan's. Well, they're backstabbers. <laughs> yeah, they are. Somebody had a video the other day of the Falcons-Broncos uh, <laughs> came up, and I had forgotten just how angry the beef was with Dan and, and Mike oh, because man. Mike went behind uh, well, Dan's he back. He and lobbied to John Elway. He did. Well, think about it. We yeah. talked about that Super Bowl, how crazy it was. Mm-hmm. You had Buchanan and Shannon Sharp, mm-hmm. and then you had that whole feud between um, uh, Mike Shanahan and, and, Reeves. and Dan Reeves. And, and then, you know, it culminates with Eugene Robinson. What about the plane stuff that didn't get all the talk? Yeah. You know, it got brought up again when I was watching something last week. For those who don't remember, Dan, which I think this is much ado about nothing, but Dan allowed the tenure vets right. and the pro bowlers to get off the plane when it landed in Miami first. And like Terrence Mathis and a few others, apparently, allegedly, weren't happy with it because we're all a team. And it's like, if you're going to let that bother you, you got bigger. Pro- who cares who gets off the plane first? Like, you, who? Ugh. Let, let me ask you a question. Isn't that usually the veterans get a chance to sit up front if they want to? So wouldn't they get I off their first? I don't think it's first? all that unusual. 
Yeah, me neither. No Maybe idea. it was. It wasn't what, that way. Did they practice it like a fire drill well, in it, elementary school? If it wasn't that way all season long, then all of a sudden it so changed. I, I don't when know. I traveled with them. I don't know. I think I'm about playing the Super Bowl. I don't give an F if yeah, it's on the plane. Maybe, and, the and players some are sat think all that the way. back, wherever they wanted, media the coaching staff front. out. Right. Yeah, the coaching, coaching staff. staff it was coaching staff, media, and then players all in the back. So I don't remember there was any order of where it guys does sat. Seem, if, if, if you actually implemented a fire drill, we're going to practice how we get off the plane. I'm not buying it. The other thing that I don't think gets talked about enough, he also let families come down mm-hmm. to stay with the guys. And I don't understand that one at all. Which I understand now is more typical. I don't know if they're in the room, I would, but they're I there the week I wouldn't of. want it. I wouldn't want it. Now, they, were the, they weren't the better team anyway in that Super Bowl. Well, but we'll never know. They didn't they were the better team in Minnesota either. I know you're right. I do, they I played do know, so poorly in I that I know game. what scab they picked at right out of the gate. We're going to pick on the guy who didn't sleep all night. You can go dig for meal in New Orleans with the Eagles? Like, yeah, but Jamal, Concentration camp? Jamal yeah. Anderson did sleep all night, and so did the line, and they got stuffed on a fourth and one, and Morton Anderson missed a field goal. Those guys slept. No, oh, no, they all said we were up all night. <laughs> I, that's the line. The down oh, down yeah, we were in the room we're talking the room, and talking, trying to talk. You know. Have we, we ever f- figured that out if that's true? Like, I, I heard there were a few people, but like Chris Chandler well, woke up the next I, morning I heard and was like, DBs. I don't know what happened. I heard the DBs were Maybe, yeah. in, in the room trying to. And the crazy. here's the other thing you didn't talk about. I had people tell me Eugene Robinson was the greatest pickup in the history of that franchise. Coming from Green Bay and being a Super Bowl winner, there was talk at the end of that season as he they was, was going the leader to the of that defense. He played the, well that year. He was the leader of the whole thing. He was really good. I mean, they like yeah. had a good year that year. Like yeah. he wasn't just the yep. spiritual guy. No, 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 Played well back then. There was no internet. We woke up in the morning and your wife called you. That's true. What? What? You hung up. Eugene Robinson got caught with a hooker last night. So, what? Atlanta. so Atlanta. Got like caught uh, with a hooker last night. Huh? Our first Super Bowl as a fan base, where like we wake up to that news. Do you know there was a better <laughs> chance of you getting caught with a hooker than Eugene Robinson getting caught with a hooker, and you didn't? No. Would you have fallen on the sword? Would you have taken the arrest to say that Eugene? Or Eugene? Yeah, no. you're in the car, and Eugene's got to play the next no. day in the who Super Bowl. You, who are you asking? Why would I do that? The most selfish individual why, in the why, world why is going to take one for why, the team. Why weren't we talking that weekend? Because I'm the most selfish. <laughs> right. selfish I took the car. I vanished right. with He's going to follow on Eugene's sword, which he was paying for. Would you, Chuck Oliver, would you, Matt Chernoff, lifelong Atlanta people, mm. you're in a car with Eugene? No. So paint the picture for me. I ain't me. going so, to jail for anybody. I'm in the passenger seat. You're kind of not seat. really going to jail. You're eh. going to have to be bailed out. You're it's not a, going to jail. It's a fine you're paying, right? Yeah. It's not I don't even know. Like, do yeah. I have to put a sign in my yard the rest of my life? No, no, no. no, no, no. She's no. not underage. You didn't do this at a high school. You didn't do this at a high school. You paid a Biscayne Boulevard hooker for 40 Would you bucks. take the rap for Eugene? You go, officer, it was me. Yeah, I did. It was me. I did it. Gene and I, you know, me and the safety, we go out a lot nice before Super Bowl. So, yes, I was getting the hooker. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. I'm trying to think. I don't think I would either. If it's for the good of the Super Bowl. I, I'd ask, is he going to be out on bail tomorrow? Is he going to be able to play? Did we ever, then i got to get him right. Did we ever know what, like a police report? Did we know what time this no, all happened? This. I'm just curious. Like, I'm if fascinated. memory serves me correct, it wasn't all that late. It was no. like, you know, because they had curfew. Well, so the it was story, like, you know, no, 9.30, this, 10 o'clock. No, no, no. I, there was a trophy. I think it was, was earlier. Backseat. Was it, it was earlier? no trophy. I, I the man of the year award. <laughs> I think it might have been a little Tusk. bit earlier than that. At six forty-five. Just want to know because we were down by busy. What kind of hookers are out at six well, o'clock that's, as that's opposed to ten? Correct. It's like the it's early bird shift. special. Yeah. Do we know a number? Twenty-five. I don't. Wasn't it forty that we heard? Oh no. I don't know. Oh no. Like wasn't that the it's number so that was? I read forty. Yeah, it was forty. Oh, no. But the the urban legend is he had the award yeah, in the back. Yeah, the man of that the year. Was, that Threw was that in the back true. seat. And, right. The man of the year. It was a great story. Thought he'd get him a discount. Let me ask something. Why is he even driving any place? Of course. That's the, another the thing. thing. Why is he? No why is he driving? It, it was a ritual, I'm sure. Because if I'm driving him, if I'm driving him, here's what I'm going to say. Hey, Mr. Robinson, I know this might be interesting to you. Let's not do this tonight. 
Let's just go back to the hotel. So the, uh, the driver. Just yeah. this one time. This is not we week just, nine yeah. in yeah, Charlotte. Just, let's go back to the hotel. Now, we just make a U-turn. He rented a car, obviously. Yeah. Of course. Why would you rent the car? Maybe the family. Yeah. The car. It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. I don't know. This is pre-Uber and pre-Lyft, obviously. Yes. But he didn't have to roll down a back window. It was him allegedly driving, which Gene. I wish he would have had a driver. Gene. And what, what would I have said if I was a driver? Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Yeah. Let's go to the hotel. years ago, and Gene's still, that's still Just, here. You, know, you got spectrum vision in the hotel. My buddies in New Jersey call it the Eugene Robinson Super I know. Bowl. I know. Not John does. Elway, Eugene Robinson. Stanley Wilson doesn't still get this. You think it's I mean, Cincinnati does now? Probably. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's what I like outside of Atlanta, Gene. Who's the guy in the Raiders that disappeared? Okay, oh, the good, center, Bear, oh, Bear Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Good for Eugene, then, that it, outside of Atlanta, it probably doesn't I happen. Know, maybe it doesn't. All I know is our two Super Bowls, I got that, and I got a 25-point lead. Like, what, why? Today's why? February the 13th. Let's go back in time. Try so to us, shall we? It is so us. Uh, some things that happened on this day. 1961, Frank Sinatra launches oh, his reprise label under the Warner Brothers tonight, Records. I met somebody. Do you know that I met somebody who has actually... When this was happening in all his Capitol Records stuff, he told me stories about Sinatra. He kind of ran Capitol Records. He was a bully. Sinatra? Yeah. yeah. That yeah, doesn't was... shock me, though, right? I mean, that can't be a surprise. But you know what? They, he liked, pounds he liked recording people. late at night. He was a big believer in it. That, people thought that was a little bit was of a bully Was it a one-take deal? Yeah. Yeah, he said the guy was magic. But you said he's 150 pounds. It wasn't him messing with no. Jilly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you say something to Frank, Frank's going to make Take it. that, uh, that SNL bit. Take him outside and kick his ass. Correct. <laughs> Like, Frank never got his hands dirty. No, of course not. Uh, 1967, Capitol Records releases the Beatles' double A-side and B-side single. The A-side was this. The B-side was Strawberry Fields. What a great time when an A-side and a B-side. If you explain that to somebody now, they would have understand what that means. Turn it over. Mm-hmm. I had a telekid that at my house right, once. Yeah, I'm sure. Turn it over. I think you were listening to Hotel California. Yeah, Although, turn it over. I'll what tell does you this, that mean? They're all into vinyl now. My 12-year-old daughter, yeah, she loves vinyl. She's got the record Who player. Who puts the, uh, the bell in there? Is that a Paul? There. Is that a Martin? Who decides on the Probably fire? George Martin. Mm-hmm. Probably. But yeah, I mean, the vinyl is... And it's that, not cheap. No, not at all. But, but seriously, like, my daughter wants Taylor Swift on vinyl, and she wants all this stuff that's all now available yeah. to you on, on records. So I'm looking at it right now. Joe Smith, he does have a Wikipedia page. Music industry executive. Former Maryland center? None of them. No. But it talks about his career. He did 238 hours of recorded interviews with artists, artists and executives. He, he ran Capitol Records. So he had, and I didn't realize he, Joe. His recordings were at the Library of Congress. Uh, Pink Floyd's album Dark Side of the Moon in 1982 marks 402 weeks on the Billboard Top 200 album chart. God, how high were people getting in 1980? I mean, 402 weeks. This thing just stayed on the charts forever. How's that possible? That's a year and... What do you think its lowest months? sales total, though, the 402 weeks? Like, did it sell nine copies and sneak in at number Maybe. 98? It's still, though, it's impressive. You know what had to run like that? I know. You, Johnny Mathis. Go look up Johnny Mathis' greatest hits to see how long it was on the charts. I'll bet it was on the charts for four years. Do you know you ever seen Pink Floyd or Roger Waters in, in no, person? No, I had an opportunity when they were at Georgia Tech, and I didn't go. So Waters still tours, and I and it is just literally a blast. Who's the down the hall guy though? Is it Roger Gil- Waters. Roger Waters. Waters yeah. 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 Oh, down the hall. Okay. No, no, no. You is that David Gilmore? Um, That's no, what I'm not sure which I, one it is. I know Roger Waters has been very outspoken okay. as of late about a bunch of different things. Okay. Down the hall. Uh, 2005 at the 47th annual Grammy Awards, the song of the year was this: "Daughters" by John Mayer. What year? How long? No, this is 2005. Wow. Isn't it ironic he's singing about daughters knowing his track record? What do you want to say? Proclivity? Yeah. What's the irony? 
I mean, he's everybody's about, a daughter if they're yeah. if you're you know dating her or banging no, her. Nick, don't, don't say it. Nick is talking about he had a proclivity for younger. But well, like that what you're saying? Not no, illegal, no, no. Right, but you know, the guy got around. What I did to your daughter. That's a different song, it sounds like to me. I mean, do you know where this was recorded? Here in Atlanta. One of the yeah. guys in uh, the Zach Brown band. He and Clay like, Cooker, boys. Yeah. So Cooker, wait, uh, Mayor and Jessica Simpson. Trick with her, daughter. <laughs> Wasn't that a thing for a minute, Jessica Simpson? She called yeah. him yeah. sexual napalm, was yeah. that? He yes. called her yeah. that, yeah. which people again came out and said, John, we all know who you've had sex with. You don't have to keep talking about it. Like, it kind of turned but on a guy, him. A guy's a guy. Like, but, whether but you have a big platform It turned on him when he did that, though. Yeah. Oh, you can be... Listen... Travis Kelsey, if they lose that Super Bowl, all of a sudden, Mr. Nice Guy, always so much fun, he just bumped into the 66-year-old guy, and it's not as cute. Mm-hmm. They won, so they were able to talk about it. Didn't take Antonio Brown long to go on no. social media and say, if that was me. Okay, thanks, A.B. I don't even acknowledge him anymore. No, just like, thank you for chiming in. Uh, 1932 on this day, George Spanky McFarlane introduced the Little Rascals via short Free Eats. I love the Little Rascals. Like, you guys were playing with Army Men and doing super stuff. I will say, I watched a lot of Little Rascals. I don't know what I found entertaining about it, but it was a great Sunday morning. When I was a kid, I watched it. I wasn't really sure what I was watching, yeah, but I was I watching. I agree with that. I didn't get They were like six minutes apiece. You wanted more? More story? Like the Three Stooges. Yeah, I never understood. I was like, where's the rest? You, you didn't get the shorts? No, that's what it, I was used to, like, half hours. Yeah. Well, the Marx Brothers actually made movies. Little Rascals were shorts. And by the way, as were the Stooges. A lot of it you couldn't really. You couldn't no. Do. Mm. Three Stooges as well. Couldn't do it today. Uh, the film adaptation of Cabaret released on this date in 1973. Ah, the knitting, and Liza Minnelli. 1972. Go ahead. What's a typical Wednesday like in the life of Liza Minnelli? So our best Saturday is a Wednesday for her times 100. Okay. I, I was going to say, right, you have to. I don't, I'm trying to remember, and I don't mean to get graphic here. There was a guy who said of all the. Yeah. Scott Baio. No. Scott Baio. Said Liza was the best. What's the age difference on that one? Out of his Doesn't roster, right. he was like. All right, get us down. Oh, you're on John Mayer. Like, Liza Minnelli is, what, 40 years older than he was? And that, that uh, Scott Baio is in a little bit of trouble himself, yeah. too. There's been talk for a while on that. I know, one. but now but it's getting louder again. Going back to Liza, yeah. there's nothing she hasn't done, right? I mean, Absolutely. nothing. Chemical. Nothing. But yeah. No, no, no. You think about a life situation. Physical, sure. I, mean, she, I think she shot someone. That's what I think. <laughs> I think she's, I'm not saying she killed him. Right. But I think she shot someone. With their own gun. Yeah. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> she's well, now she turned into Judy. Right. She just turned into Judy. In 1972. No, but and in 1972. Much of a difference? Like father, like, I mean, like mother, like daughter. I, I, I know. Not in 1972. I mean, there was stuff going on. I, but I'm saying over the course of her life, not 1972. Yeah, no, no. I, Is that a pistol? <laughs> <laughs> Are you surprised she's still alive? Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, I'm very surprised, still. yeah. Do you think, and be honest, do you think she's woken up and not realize what country she's in? Yes. Because she's traveled the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. How did I get naked? In, in Tahiti. In Portugal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 1996. I, I do think she had carte blanche in New York, where if you had carte blanche in New York. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, you know. Yeah, people just, you know, it's Liza being Liza. With Andy Warhol and that whole. You wake, mm-hmm. you wake up. Ah, Liza's your, naked again. You wake up in your apartment and there are nine mm-hmm. people all passed out in various places. Oh, yeah, places. you lose. Liza you leave, Cabaret, old chum. Uh, yeah, leave Studio 54 on. with yeah. whoever you whoever leave Studio is. 54 yeah. with. Hey, is that Pele in the corner <laughs> over there? <laughs> What's it to you? 
Anyway, 1996 on this date, Howard Stern announces he will be making the film Private Parts. 107 FM, AM 1290, WCCC. Good morning. My name is Howard Stern. I'm the new morning man on CCC. Sitting with me, uh, Mr. Ringo, Mr. Ringo Starr. And uh, he's here in the studio. Hi, Ringo. How you doing, me love? I wish you'd play us a little wipeout this morning. Wake everybody up. How hard it is to play yourself. Yeah, that was great, Ringo. CCC, AM 1290, FM 107. I will say he's identifying the station. stack of records. If you had a consultant consultant listened, he did name the station twice. And he had his voice up higher than he used to talk about how high he would talk. You ever listen to the history of Howard Stern that they did? when He He was awful. But he's to, right. He was to oh, play some of that stuff. some of our old stuff. Right. Paul Giamatti was on CBS Sunday morning. He's not going to win any awards, our stuff. He's, he's up for another Academy Award. Best thing he, that's the best thing he's ever done. He's, no, no, no. Here's what he said. The most important thing he ever did. Yeah. He played a, an ape in a Planet of the Apes movie in 2001. They talked about his career. He, and the woman that interviewed him was shocked. He said private parts. He said, you don't understand. They allowed me to do anything, and I became more well-known because of that. I believe that. Yeah. Yep. He yeah. said it was the I most important that. movie Besides he's done. Howard playing himself, he made that movie. Oh, Giamatti was great, and it was probably the most mainstream thing. Not to say he's not in mainstream stuff, but he likes. he's typically going to give you something of a better acting yeah. role. He was perfect for that when movie. He, when he comes unglued in the end, during the credits, you just, just listen to me. I'd still be in radio. I am surprised how that did not do as well at the box office. It's a really wonderful movie. It, it is. just did not resonate. They showed a bunch of pictures of him in, in school, and there's a, a picture with his dad, but a full head of hair, and they showed his first movie role. Like, it was a, a nine-minute, ten-minute segment. But all that they show him playing John Adams, mm-hmm. John Quincy Adams, oh, yeah. I think. Yep. And then it's a couple of things. Private Ryan. And yes. at, right. And they showed that clip, and he goes, oh, no, no, private parts. Mm-hmm. And the, the woman in the room says, excuse me? Yeah, I, I needed that role. Probably I true. had so much fun, yeah. and it was just do whatever you want. So that movie wasn't even supposed to be the movie. It was supposed to be that dumb fart man thing right. that Howard had promoted right. on the MTV Awards. And very quickly, that thing died. It didn't get the funding, and all Thank of a goodness. sudden, you know. 1998, The Wedding Singer cost $18 million to make, was released on this date, made $123 million overall. So that's the wheelhouse of, of Sandler in that time. Yeah. Oh, like he's, he's in his heyday. Make two movies a year. John Lovitz in The Wedding Singer as well, wasn't he? Very, he was. very funny. He was trying to be there. one of the uh, offshoot wedding yes, singers. He was. Would you Drew see Barry s- uh, Julia Gulia. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> one more outburst from you and I will strangle you with this microphone cord. Would you see Sandler as a stand-up? Not now. No, Meaning. probably not. Now. He's on tour. Is the reason really? I'm asking is there's a Adam Sandler stand-up tour. Yeah. Not for me. Uh, Waylon Jennings passed away on this date at the age of 64 in 2002. He and Buddy shared a parting joke. I just said, well, I hope your bus freezes up again. And, uh, you know, a kid, I said, well, I hope your plane crashes, you know. And, man, I had to live with that for years. Yes, he did. Buddy Holly said goodbye to his band and headed for the airport. That cut doesn't work unless you have the music under it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. It's almost like, okay, here's what we're going to get. We're going to get Waylon, but we need the music under it. The best, not the best part, that we are the world. When you see and they say Waylon Jennings had enough, and you see him leave the podium that they're all on, like that's him literally leaving. Yep, that is so amazing. They have that clip after the Swahili. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't understand why he was going to have to sing in Swahili. Wasn't that a Stevie? Was that a, who was yeah, that? Stevie, Stevie wanted to sing Swahili. You, you ever, know what? You know what? Quincy was like, "It's great, Steve. That's a good idea." They, who can help Stevie? Him. They showed him saying that. Oh my God! There's did video. You, of it. Did you see the cut of when they were trying to Huey Lewis and Cindy Lauper and Kim Carnes work it all out? Daryl Hall just sitting there going, 
oh my God, this is horrible. It's written all over his face. At one point, Steve Perry is sitting next to him, and they're just kind of looking at each other like, can, can you believe but we you, have to listen to this? You guys, here we go, and I'm so nervous. I have one line, and I'm trying to get through this one line, and then they got to clear the studio for Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like, it's just the whole thing, the whole night. just screaming. God. Waylon Jennings just leaving. Just walking, not say, he doesn't say goodbye to nope. anybody. He just leaves. Two hours in or whatever. Man, am I thinking? Now, he does not have to feel guilty about making that joke. He's like, I had to live with that. And we've all done that. Kids do that, right. yes. I mean, John Karaluski, my, my friend Mario, we were in Chicago, and they were offering, you know, they, we'll give you a $500 yeah. voucher, this, that, and the other. And this is obviously before 9-11. He gets up off the plane, and as he's getting up, he looks at all of us and goes, yeah, this plane isn't going down or anything. Sure, that settled the nerves of everyone yeah, on guy board. Guy next to me, nice friend you got. Is there. that the equivalent? Ah, he does that all. The time. Is that the equivalent of calling fire in a theater? Yeah. yeah. Now, that, now that would get you arrested. Or yelling bomb on a plane. Uh, yes, John Karolewski was the original uh, singer that hit the high notes on "Lady" for Sticks and quit oh. the band. He passed away on this date in oh. 1988. Tommy Shaw replaced him. Hmm. Very underrated, Tommy Shaw. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. Uh, from Montgomery, Alabama, I believe. He sings yeah. a couple so of their boy. best songs. Tommy Shaw does. He sings a couple of their best yeah. songs. What's this guy worth? Uh, he does? Uh, Probably not much because they they were not as big as they would become. Hmm. He didn't like the direction the band was going. Was that the whole we want to do power ballads? I'm out because um, he's guilty right here. Kind of very sorta. guilty right here. Yeah. You believe this? Like I always feel like that's an artistic line. I'm like happy with the direction of the band. Well, that's Tommy Shaw, he yeah. really wasn't. Yeah. I'm sure it happens. You're on you're on stage with Mr. Roboto and my money's money. I like I, I mean I don't know. getting heckled by the audience. The guy said as bad as it was, and you saw the video from Dallas Texas Stadium where yeah. people were heckling them. His manager or the sixth manager said it was ten times worse the next night in Houston. <laughs> so I can't I can't imagine yeah. how bad it was in Houston. They must have been throwing stuff on the stage. Well, because also they wanted to play like that album that yeah. was sort of that album. Kilroy. But where's Kilroy? Shut up and sing something. Did they think they had the new Tommy? Yeah, I think so. Is that kind of no, does that Dennis make sense? Young did. He, yeah, he thought he really was self important. Peter he, Gabriel he, celebrates a birthday today. He's 74. A little self important there as well. Yeah. It's 95. You million. think he. Is oh. his bank account. Do you think as he's leaving Genesis, he had the Waylon Jennings moment where he hoped they crashed? <laughs> Maybe. I think so. Maybe. I think so. <laughs> he I didn't say it out loud, though. Then he yeah. came out with this. This was his first hit after he left Genesis. I'm really going to ask this question, and I don't know. What is this about? I don't know. A lot of people thought it was about. Uh, Shock you know, the monkey? Yeah, taking yeah, care of that yourself. about? Oh, really? Oh. That's what, that's what people said. Huh. I've heard that with a chicken. I don't know anything about a monkey. Is that true? You asked. Hmm. Huh. What do you think it's about? I think it's about getting off drugs. Getting off drugs? Yeah. He dresses like a monkey in the video. He's a weird dude. Doesn't seem like he was trying to get off All right, drugs. So according to no. Peter Gabriel, that, he describes Shock no. the Monkey as a love song that examines how jealousy can release one's basic instincts. The monkey is not a literal monkey, but a metaphor for one's feelings of jealousy. Mm. Shows what you all Shake know. Shake the monkey. Yeah. yeah, get the monkey off your back. Shock the monkey. Get the monkey off your back. 1981, I was 14 years old. Yeah, I even, I'm older, but I knew this was trash. <laughs> I said, he, this is gimmicky. I didn't like it. I, yeah, I didn't gimmicky. know what it was about. Jerry Springer would have celebrated a birthday today. He passed away at the age of 79. There. How much did he have? Uh, he was worth $60 million. Did he get in trouble for writing bad checks? He wrote a check to a prostitute when he was the mayor of Cincinnati. Oh, okay. Why would you pay with a check? I mean, that's if memory serves me correct. Checks? That's what I was going to Was she going to go cash that? At, you know, I think it was maybe a regular thing. Again, if you're with Jerry, let's go oh, back to the, oh, let's oh, go back oh. to the Eugene Robinson thing. If it wasn't a Eugene Jerry, Robinson deal. If you're with Jerry, not tonight, Jerry. 
Don't write the check tonight. Let's just go. Mayor Springer. Let's go. Mayor. Hey, Mayor. Let's yeah. go. Or how about go cash the check first and use the cash? Yeah, maybe. What, where are the comments on the check? And then we'll Memo. <laughs> Services rendered. Fun. I will Can give you? him credit, though. I mean, he, he was in the third, fourth quarter of his life, Man. and all of a sudden he becomes what he did. Yeah. Just mocking talk shows his everywhere. His bodyguard got a show. Yeah, Steve. Or the security guy, all, I guess. They were all actors. I mean, they all, yeah, it was whatever. like wrestling going on Springer. You know, he started as trying to do a normal, like, talk show at the time in the early 90s. By the like, way, they would, they would bring in people and pay him and say, this yeah. is the scenario. Go I'm assuming it. this is accurate because this guy has sent us a bunch of stuff. David, thank you. I'm getting word that Liza Manello is only 14 years old and has got bail. No way. Is that true? I, I mean, that's what somebody's telling really? us. Really? You said 40, I believe, is what triggered <laughs> that. She seems so much older than him. You didn't correct me. No, I listen. I had no idea. I'm just saying. I I'm looking at the math, math on this. 14, 14 years. Come over here, you Italian stag. Yeah, Seventy-seven and sixty-three. How about that? Now, when was the hookup though? What were the years of the hookup? Uh, well, I'm that's, sure he was in his twenties. Yeah. Okay, that's okay then. Yeah. Come over here, Chachi. I apologize to Manelli family. Yeah. I'll show you something Joni never showed you. Henry Rollins celebrates the Academy Award. <laughs> never got it. No, no, me neither. Never understood it. But I'm afraid to say that out loud. Because I think Henry Rollins would be one of those people who says, oh, you don't get it, huh? Right through the wall. Yeah, that little fella? He's about 5'2". Doesn't he carry himself like he's ready to fight? Yeah, but he's, I, what's he going to do? I, I guess he'd have leverage on you. <laughs> Is he really that tiny? Yeah, he's little. He's a little fella. Hmm. Why do I think Look he's up how bigger tall. and angry? I'm on it. I'm on it. Barking demands. He's, uh, he's, Look six, that up. he's 63. Five nine listed here. I don't know about that. You asked. Now you're arguing with the internet. I don't just know about that. Am, am I thinking of the wrong guy? Isn't this the guy that comes out looking really angry all the time? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're right. on very the stern face. Yes. Very, yes. In Correct. this video, he's got the Superman outfit. Right. I don't want to run around. Demino, though, he, he does carry himself yeah. here like he's. Yeah. That's his thing. Yeah. No, no, no. bigger. He's like yes. Glenn Danzig. Glenn Correct. Danzig's like five four. Mother. Now he's been listed as short as five six, and some places five eleven. But from his own mouth, he's five nine. Yeah. Well. Listed 176 pounds. Uh, Coach K celebrates a birthday today. 77 years old. Do you think there's a chance Bobby Kremens knows how to say his name? No. It was always Krzyzewski, yeah. which I love Bobby to death for it. Yeah. I was talking to Mike Krzyzewski, and I'm like, ah, You don't correct great. him at that point. No, you don't. Mike's not corrected him. No. Just let it be. 77, what's he doing today? Wherever he wants. Yeah, yeah, what's he, he doing? Is he golfing, or is he, yeah, is I don't he know. doing something corporate? Recording speaking. a podcast? You can do all that oh, stuff. Oh, no, yeah, he's talking to a sales right. force, like Just, 600 but he's got people. See, so at, it's yeah. tougher for him. He's got to vary his act. He can't be like Lou Holtz was in the days before oh, the newspaper? Yeah. No, because, again, what the, one time on video, mm-hmm. it's like a comedian. You can't keep no, giving he, me the same set. He's talking to 600 Hertz employees today. Right. Now, you know who does the same set? I'm How not, to sell supplemental insurance. What's that? How to convince them they need the supplemental insurance. You make it sound like he's at a Holiday Inn speaking to people. He's That's not at a Holiday Inn. That's where the Inn's money is. Think about his life now. He was very close to the guy who couldn't win the big one. By the time they played Vegas in the championship or in the Final Four, yeah, you're they'd right. already had those 80s Final Four 86, losses. The Louisville team. Yeah, no and all question. of a sudden, were they going to be with Kansas? Yeah. Andy Reid. Now the worm has turned. Yep. Andy Reid. And the fact they beat Vegas yeah. as oh, the way. Oh, back-to-back. Oh. It might have been my favorite. Minnesota Falcons was my favorite live mm-hmm. event. I've been to boxing and a bunch of other things. My favorite event on TV was oh, Duke coming back the year after they game lost. Game was amazing. Vegas. 
Because people don't know, Duke lost by 30 to Vegas the year before. Vegas was an all-NBA squad. they blew squad. everybody out all season long. Killed everybody. Killed everybody. And, they, and then, they were never in a tight game, nope. and they had no what You saw that the shots yeah. at the game. They didn't Fun know to watch what to do. The, but well, Duke's loaded, too. It's not like they were playing right. with paupers. You had Hurley and Grant Hill and Thomas. They learned a lesson. They learned a lesson. In Seattle, uh, the Kingdome, when Robert Bricky hurt his knee. and they, That was the Michigan year? Absolutely. Yeah. And so every year, I'm thinking back now, 88 was Danny and the Miracles. 86, they lost the title game. The first ever double-digit loss champion. Louisville came in with 10 right. losses yep. and beat yep. Duke in the title game. Yep. It was Dr. Duncanstein, right? It was, oh, that was the, one was that the year Camden, after. The Camden connection? Didn't they? Louisville had a... Billy Thompson and Milt Wagner. Yeah, but that was a Camden connection, and then didn't that continue Duncan a little Stein bit? was Daryl Griffith in 80. Yeah, right. okay. I thought he had a couple of more guys from Jersey come over. I oh, thought, absolutely. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Denny Crum. They yeah. had a guy in that Louisville team that didn't have a hand, too, right? Absolutely. They had Rodney and Scooter McRae mm. in the program as well. So. See, this is when college basketball actually would, you know, I love those Suck old school in. Louisville uniforms with the Cardinal on the uh-huh. shirt. Have you seen how out of whack that that whole program is now? Oh, they're a mess. I left oh, it in shambles. Yeah. yeah, the president was he embezzlement, and the federal BI got involved. I mean, it was like that's when college basketball. <laughs> how about Georgetown? Have you seen how bad Georgetown so is? So bad, so bad. Their head coach gets blasted every day on social right. media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Supposedly, he was telling kids in the student section, "Oh yeah." I'm so blank and rich. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's supposedly yelling at kids. And then you can go back and watch John Thompson in his heyday with David Wingate and Reggie Jackson and Patrick Ewing and just like Ralph Dalton, was, Michael oh, Graham, Ralph Dalton, right. Alonzo. Oh, my God. I don't want to speak for you. I think I'm right, though. If I know that you think Troy Aikman, Daniel Craig, and Henry Cavill are the ones. Yeah. The sit-down with John Thompson, I think, was the— Might have been my favorite interview right. ever. He That's was great. Super honest. Great. Yeah. Oh, he gave us the whole background as Love to it. what he was doing and why. Oya paranoia? Well, he just said, he said, I played that thing up like nobody's business. He said, we knocked on everybody's doors and nobody would pay attention. And then we told people, you know what? We don't want you coming right. around us. And he said, everybody was like, what? Oh, no, they became the coolest program. Yeah. With the uniforms and the towel on his shoulder. And, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was when, fantastic. Yeah, he was great. He gave us the whole background as to what his thinking was. And then uh, Michael Turner celebrates a birthday. He's 42, earned $32.2 million. I still say... If he doesn't hurt his ankle, mm-hmm. they beat the Niners in that 12 NFC championship game. So we they have no running game. So we have a John Abraham moment. Right. We have a that guy hurts his ankle moment. In a meaningless game. Now, I will say this about Michael. You can have the debate about the top two or three free agents of all time. Michael's there. Like he's oh, in God. The, Warwick is in the discussion. Turner's in the discussion. Right now, Jesse Bates, if he has a good next three, four years. Eugene but, Robinson, we talked about earlier, but Michael Turner was an MVP. Raw, sheer production. He, MVP. Do you know what Michael did? He helped you develop a rookie quarterback so you didn't have to put yep. him out there. No, indeed. It, was, um, it, it yeah. paid so many dividends. Finally, Peter Tork would have celebrated a birthday from the Monkees. He was with $4 million when he passed. Take he, was, he was actually... Well, Nesmith was a musician, too. He was the one really good. And he would show yeah. up. He was a very good guitar yeah, he had player. Yeah, bona And he would show up to the studio with his guitar, and they go, no, no, no. I'm going to sit this one out, Pete. <laughs> Wrecking crew's here. But, <laughs> but I want to play. Oh, no, no. Nice you want to play. You're not playing. Here's a check. Do you know who was touring just this weekend? I know this because a guy named Glenn Burtnick, speaking of Jersey, who played with Sticks when Dennis DeYoung went away. Glenn Burtnick played with Mickey Dolans this weekend. Going to say if, if it's the monkeys, it would only be one yeah, monkey. But Mickey Dolan's is playing. He what kind of room was this? So they worked a um, there was a Beatles tribute band. There was Glenn something Burtnick. Oh, Glenn Burtnick. Um, but there was something to do with there was an anniversary of the Beatles just this past weekend, and a couple of big Beatles tribute bands did something. Mickey Dolan's, Glenn Burtnick, and a few other people played with them. So it's the monkey, the monkey, Not yeah, the monkeys. yeah, the monkeys. shock the monkey. Not to be confused. Correct. With Shock the Monkey. All right, let's call it a day. I want to thank Herm Edwards for joining us today. By the way, didn't they spell, it? Didn't they spell monkeys wrong? Two E's? Yes. Yeah. 
just want to make sure I oh, wasn't it was a crazy. takeoff on the Beatles spelling their thing wrong. It was supposed to be okay. there. Yeah. That is correct. Adam Gillespie and Matt Lear, thank you as well. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. We're back tomorrow at 11. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash john. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Mark Beckham with Atlanta Ramjack. We specialize in only foundation repair. What is foundation repair? Foundations sink or settle. These issues need to be addressed. It only becomes more costly the longer you put it off. What is the biggest cause of foundation problem? Either poor construction, inferior site preparation, or weather. Drought causes cracks in your foundations. If you see any signs of foundation issues, please contact us at atlantaramjack.com. 